Connect Her podcast with Lee Cummins is a podcast that shares inspiration, education and connection for the entrepreneur. Hi, I'm Lee Cummins and I'm the founder of Connect Her. I'll be sharing interviews with thought leaders, go-getters, as well as real business owners. And I'll also be sharing tips, thoughts, tools, and also strategies for the motivated lady boss. So join me for each episode. Don't forget, if you'd like to connect, you can visit our website, connecther.com.au. Learn. We have Jane Zia with us. Now, Jane has um, a plethora of knowledge when it comes to talking about health and the health benefits of being able to support uh, people in their health quest and their health journey as well as their well-being. And um, it's about the absence of disease and the benefits of really looking at a personalised approach to your own well-being. So Jane is joining us today to share some of that information with us and hopefully be able to answer some of those questions for us too. So welcome, Jane. Thank you, Lee. <laughs> Lovely to, to have here you. With, and I can hear you. Thank goodness, yes. A bit of a, a malfunction, a uh, little malfunction there, which was a bit um, crazy. So I'm going to start off with uh, one of the questions that we probably all ask ourselves, but what I'm going to ask you is what actually does health mean for you? So for me, as you said, health is um, not just the absence of disease. Obviously, as we age, we can't expect our bodies to necessarily perform in exactly the same way that it did when we were younger. But I think it is all about that. It's all about function. It's all about, you know, do I have a physical body that's going to enable me to do the things that I want it to do? Um, do I have the kind of mental capacity to continue to be adventurous and curious and explore and keep on asking my body to do um, things that maybe it hasn't done before or, or continue doing the things that it has been doing? Um, and do I have that kind of uh, spirit sense that is connected and, um, I, and I feel part of the whole human race? So it's, it's so much bigger than um, a measurement done on a thermometer or, you know, some results for some blood tests and things like that. You, you, you know, you see people like um, Nick um, Vujicic, I think his name is, um, who is the motivational speaker. He's born without arms, he's born without legs. And yet, you know, he, for me, he kind of embodies what you can do um, with your mind and, and your spirit to be incredibly healthy and, and purvey that to others as, um, you know, as what healthy actually really looks at. So there's the whole saying about garbage in, garbage out. Um, that doesn't just apply to nutritional elements. It also applies to things like the movies you watch, the books you read, the people you hang around with, the things we tell ourselves. Um, we've got our DNA involved in there, obviously. So there are some things we can control and impact and there are some things that we can't. Um, there's also, also, if you believe this, and I do, there's also some, you know, potentially some ancestral influences so there may be some actual hangovers from past lives having trained as a kinesiologist I know that definitely there can be um, injunctions that we have put on ourselves and carried through from previous lifetimes so yeah it's not as simple as taking a multivitamin <laughs> no you're you're absolutely correct and it's interesting because um I love my family, but I have come from a background of um, the glass has been half empty. 
background and and I think it's the era that my parents are at and a lot of parents come from that half glass empty so um I have to catch I catch myself a lot of the times yeah. you know looking at the negative and um my dad god bless him he's 76 he's got you know back problems and leg problems and then um he went out and he's just had a big fall um on the weekend and uh, torn ligaments and my mum goes oh yeah you know your dad's just always like that it's always going to happen to dad and that's the the mentality so you're absolutely right it's not about a vitamin it's not about a pill it's about a holistic approach to every single part and mindset is huge because if I go down that rabbit hole of oh woe is me I find it really, really hard to get out. So yeah, um, and you stop looking you know, for solutions and options, don't you? Once you go into that, into that rabbit hole. So I think that's, yeah. um, I think that's a massive part of it. Yeah, you and you don't, you don't see any solutions. All you see is the problem, and then you go looking for more problems to to validate how you feel, which is oh, even yeah. worse. It makes it <laughs> makes it even worse, doesn't it? Absolutely, absolutely, and definitely. I think that's a that's a critical one. It's having um, Brene Brown talks about having your postage stamp um, of people in your life that you can go to, who are the ones who will pull you up. They'll call you on your you know on your BS, or they'll say, "Come on, snap out of it." Or if they know that you that's your process that you just need to wallow temporarily, then at least they can say, "Well, that's it. You've had enough now. You've wallowed. Come on, get on with it." So, yeah, I think yeah. that's And you too. touch on a point there too that you do have to allow yourself to have that time of woe is me because we're not all in a Pollyanna world. Or, <laughs> or, and there might be some people on here that haven't heard of Pollyanna. They might be too young. <laughs> um, but I remember watching Pollyanna. But, you know, we don't live in that Pollyanna world. We don't live in that world where we skip down and, you know, smell the roses and, you know, there's a, a golden paved uh, path for us we do have to take the time and acknowledge that yeah things aren't exactly right at the moment but we can't wallow in that pity party no exactly and so yeah mm -hmm. so those those loving mirrors are incredibly important to the people who reflect back to you the things that you need to hear right here right now yes mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely so um you you can hear the passion and uh you know i I've heard you speak on many occasion about about health and well-being. So what makes you so passionate about people taking responsibility for their own health, which is a huge, huge thing? Yeah, it is. And I think, you know, when we think about how we grow up, and I'm sure you grew up the same way, Lisa, it sounds like it, whoops. Um, you know, there's something wrong, we'll go to the doctor. You know, we, we're not quite certain what that is, or we'll go to the doctor. They know all the answers, and we grow up with that, um, authority figure there as being the only solution. So it's not until something happens that you probably go and look outside that realm. Um, you might meet someone who has, a, you know, has information that you weren't ready for or, or you weren't, you know, privy to before that. But why I became really passionate, I'd, I'd learned a lot about nutrition from probably the late 80s on. And then my dad got, my dad was in the UK and he got breast cancer, which was really strange. You know, not many men get breast cancer. Um, but then he also had this thing going on with his head, with his head was subsiding. And I kept saying, are you sure they're not related? Oh, no, no, let's try general neuralgia. Now, you know, I know now that that was definitely a secondary breast cancer, typically secondarily goes to the brain. It was, he's 
you know, he had, a, he had a tumor in there, crate caving in. He was horribly mismanaged. Now that was in the UK. And they went along with the orthodox way of, of being and doing things. And so for me, it was like, he didn't have the knowledge and information to really be able to help take care of himself. But the other part about that is um, healthcare in the conventional sense of the word is incredibly expensive. And we know that our age group, the, the baby boomers and some of the late, late Gen Xs, you know, we're all going to be getting decrepit at the same time. And that's going to put a massive burden on our health system. So I think, you know, socially it's responsible to to be the one who says, well, okay, you know, I'm going to do my utmost to make sure that I don't need blood pressure medication, that I don't need blood sugar regulation, um, that, I, you know, I can manage and I don't need arthritis knee operations or whatever it is that you you know you're looking to head into let's just make sure that we can stave them off for as long as possible and um you know life life's about living I don't, i'm not asking people to you know eat on eat a lettuce leaf and and you know never um le- never sip a glass of wine again i i think you know we we absolutely have to own our own choices but i think that when I mean, there's a little saying, isn't there? Happiness is someone to blame. And and so it's really convenient to blame somebody else or hand our power over, which is what we've done all our lives with doctors. But I can't think of another area of our lives that we so readily hand our power over and assume somebody knows better about us um, than we do. So for me, it's just like it's a no-brainer that we need to do that. And look, you know, I don't get everything right. Certainly, I I absolutely make bad choices. But I own those choices and I'm prepared to go, oh, of course, of course everything hurts today. I had all that wine and all that chocolate yesterday. You know, so, um, you know, it's not about being perfect. It's about being as responsible as we can be and being armed with information to be able to make smarter choices. And part of that is actually understanding ourselves. Mm. One thing you touched on was, uh, you know, we're all going to be ageing at that sort of time. It can put a burden on the healthcare system. Well, right now, uh, the healthcare system can't afford to have those burdens. And um, I was reading, um, I was listening to a doctor talking and he was saying that, there's a lot of people that aren't managing their health at the moment because they are too scared to go out. Well, they need to be managing their health, which means, you know, going out for those regular walks, getting out into vitamin D, making sure that they're um, eating well and, and practicing, uh, you know, just even for diabetes sort of management. Yeah. And I think there's also what's, what's been shown is also that there are people who are avoiding going into hospitals for tests to confirm things that they may be feeling niggled by. And, you know, whenever there's a, a level of fear that ranks up, um, people start to get um, doubting about themselves. They start to doubt that they're understanding that, you know, something's going wrong or they think it is and then they worry. And as you said before, that feeds that fear that then makes that problem bigger. And it could be that, you know, there is, they just need some more water and some more fibre and then they'll go to the toilet and the pain will stop. Um, but it could be that, yeah, there's something actually going on in their bowel and they need to actually get it investigated. So I think that, I think our genera- our parents' generation definitely were that generation that said, oh, I don't want to bother anyone, you know, I won't, you know. And at the moment when they're seeing that there is a pressure on our health system, um, yeah, they're going to be saying, oh, I don't want to bother anyone, so I won't go. But, you know, mm-hmm. there, are, there are other people you can reach out to. Then there are teleconferences and telehealth 
sessions you can do if there's any questions then absolutely that's being responsible <laughs> mm. well i know um this year I, I can't even i think it was late last year it might have been earlier this year i can't remember now because this year i don't know i've lost my sense of timing i don't um, know what day of the week it is <laughs> i do know it's tuesday but uh, <laughs> but uh whenever it was saying well say in the last six months because i can't actually mm. remember but um i found a, a lump in my breast and my mum's gone through breast cancer and you know everything that um everything that went with that was fear and uh so i didn't do anything for months mm. i just um like you know check it again oh god it's still there and this whole fear around i really need to go and have it checked um because and so sometimes we avoid doing things for the fear of what we're going to find out um by the way i did have it checked and it was nothing um yes. but that whole process um just you know it, it was huge uh yeah. because of carrying of what my mum went through and um and and it's the same with it could it doesn't have to be a, you know a lump on the breast it can be any sort of thing that uh it's the fear of finding out you know sometimes Absolutely. we like to be that ostrich don't we head we in do. the sand we mm. certainly do lee and um, look I, I completely empathize with that i at 17 i actually had a lump taken out of my breast and um because it wasn't going away and i had a nurse sit there and tell me that just because you're 17 doesn't mean it can't be cancer so i completely <laughs> understand and that does make you then reluctant to to find out but as far as i'm concerned uh, knowledge becomes power and once you and it's not just it's not just knowing what your options are it's actually understanding your body and feeling you know feeling into it so i, I trained as a kinesiologist but I've also come through the, I've been in, um, I've worked in the pharmaceutical industry and I've worked in the natural medicine industry um, as a rep. And I, I saw the way that protocols just got handed out and, and scripts get handed out. And there is no, there's no overarching looking at something and there's no, and there's not a lot of respect, I don't think, for the actual patient's point of view from a lot of, certainly the medical profession. And I'm not slamming them all and saying they're all bad. You know, a lot of them are great people. But it's just like, get in, get out, let's move it on. And when I think about the, a lot of the, the natural, the naturopathic practitioners, I'll say in particular, and chiropractors to a certain extent, there's, they create this dependency, which is no different, I don't think, than the, and this, again, I don't mean to slam anybody's profession, but I'm just saying, be aware, that's what I, that's what, there was alarm bells went off for me when I was working with naturopaths and chiropractors. And you know, they're, they're, they're following protocols. They're following this is the way things happen. Whereas if you're a, a practitioner who is actually testing people as you go, and I'm not just talking blood tests and things like that and blood pressure, and but, you know, there are ways of testing. There's many people who use things like Vega and Moira, um, Nate, kinesiology testing of one form or another to actually get feedback that, from the body. Is that where you push down? Is that... It can be, yeah, yeah. So there are machines that actually you can give you what is called biofeedback. So that muscle test, muscle test, yes, um, is a form of biofeedback. So it's just a checking in with what the body is is wanting or it's um, stressed by. And so when we know that the body um, is blocked in an area, so just to take a step back, 
health, what you see today in terms of your health is a consequence of a whole load of stuff that's gone on way, way, way before. So we get sick in our kind of energetic body way before we get sick in our physical body. And the beauty of testing energetically is it picks things up ahead of it manifesting in the physical sense. So um, when you go and see a beautiful kinesiologist, for example, Amanda Kate, you know, then she's going to look at testing you up for all sorts of different things. And personally, I've always found that when you test people up, it doesn't matter. We went, we talked about mindset before. It doesn't matter how much um, conscious work you do, how much you look at looking after yourself from a nutritional um, point of view. If your emotional well-being is not actually cleared and looked after, you are going to, at an unconscious level, stop yourself from being as healthy as you can be. We all have had times when we know, I know I need to go to bed earlier than I do. And, you know, when I'm being really responsible, I go to bed earlier. I know I need to drink more water than I do. And when I'm being responsible, I drink more water. So there's that conscious stuff. But what's stopping me? When I know that that's what I need to be doing, what's stopping me? Is it just a habit or is it that there is some block there to being the best version of myself that I'm not necessarily aware of? So yeah. that's the kind of area I'm finding really fascinating at the moment and trying to help people um, tune in to, I was actually was talking to a naturopathic friend of mine on the weekend and uh, she was saying, oh, she's trying this diet now. And I just said, come on, Jeannie, you know, you know that you should just be tuning in and feeling. What are the things that you should be eating that are supporting you right now? It's not good or bad. It's just supportive or less supportive. And I think that's the thing. When we start to learn to trust our body, that's been the biggest thing for me over the last 12 months, is learning to trust that the messages that I get are real and they are the things that I need to pay attention to um, to support myself in being the best version of myself. And likewise with other people. I'm finding that um, so teaching people to be able to do that is is really exciting. I think. Mm, absolutely, I know that um, with uh, you know ISO life, I haven't <laughs> been stretching as enough. You know, and I can feel that my joints are starting to, you know, because I'm at that age that you start to get that um, they're, they're not as loose as they used to be. Mm -hmm. uh, so I know stretching. that. Yeah, I'm doing my walking, but I need to be stretching as well. I need to be. Um, probably moving more than I am because I've been spending more time at the computer, spending more mm -hmm. time working. So um, it is, it's about listening to your body, listening mm -hmm. to your body to say, I really do need to go to bed now because I do yeah. need that sleep. I do need that glass of water. I do need that stretch. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call out um, to those that are on our live stream that if you've got any questions or you'd like to uh, make any points, then um, please feel free to uh, pop those into the comments. So um, Pauline has said that one of her doctors uses the pulse method. So, um, I'm not certain what type of doctor she's talking about there. Certainly Chinese uh, medical practitioners use uh, pulsing. They, use, they, they have a, a means of testing along the, the wrist, the pulses, and they're not just, it's not just the um, how fast your heart rate is. It, it gives you information depending upon what type of pulse. So it's an energetic pulse. So they're listening for things that are what they call reedy or thin or, or strong and um, it's how high it is or how deep it is. So that gives um, a doctor of um, 
Chinese medicine a, um, a lot of information about what um, what organ in the Chinese system is involved. So as far as um, using the pulse beyond that, they're the only two I know about, but I'm happy for you to enlighten me further, Pauline. Yes. And um, Caroline has swiftly, Caroline Smith, has swiftly put in that I could be attending her um, Zoom stretching classes. So <laughs> unfortunately, I have um, other commitments on a Friday at noon, but I could always uh, try and change some. So that's uh, excellent. Yeah. So feel free to add uh, any comments or questions that you may have as we're going along. So, um, Jane, this is a pretty crowded sort of marketplace when you start to talk mm. about health. So why would someone um, look to, and I'm not being rude, but how would someone look to working for you, with you? And, and, you know, I think that's, um, it's a very fair question. There's lots of health practitioners in this group um, of one kind of another. And the thing I would always say is come to me because I don't have all the answers, <laughs> which is kind of contrary to what most people would think. Um, like I said, my, my interest is in, uh, there's a fishing term, you know, catch and release. I'm not interested in creating someone who depends on me for their answers. I want to help people understand how they can help themselves. And that comes down to, um, again, increasing their level of um, knowledge around their own intuition. Um, I, I, I do work with an energetic product that actually helps. So that can train them to a point where they start to queue up, oh, yeah, I, I get that when I do that, I feel better. And they'll actually start to understand their body. So it's about that. It's about leaning into that trust. Um, you know, some people who need an energy boost now, sure, we can give them physical products. Um, but they, I think, and, and they may choose to stay on that. And then it, again, it comes back to tuning in. It's about understanding how, how my body responds to this because every single body responds differently, which is why I used to, I don't know if people know, but I used to work for, Metagenics, which is one of the biggest natural medicine companies in the world, actually. And I remember, you know, going and give, as a non-naturopath, going to naturopaths and saying, well, if you get somebody with Crohn's disease, then this is your protocol kind of thing. And A, I thought that's incredibly disrespectful for people who've done an awful lot of training. But B, it becomes this, this recipe by which if they can't step outside that framework and get the client to understand how they're responding to something, then you know, they're, they're not really doing or being of service. The other part of why me is because I, I enjoy and I encourage working collaboratively with people. Um, so like I mentioned Amanda Kate, you know, she's a kinesiologist. She does great work. You know, Carolyn's got um, all her physical stuff. There are people who have got um, great nutritional knowledge, probably better than, you know, certainly better than mine, I'm sure. And so if there's somebody who's got something going on that they can't resolve, yeah, absolutely, I'm, I'm happy to work with somebody else. But where I see me coming in is I can actually help with some of the tools that I have to, like I said, get back in touch with themselves and clear some of those blocks that they're just not aware of. And I'm not doing, I'm not caught, I've done NLP, I'm not using it with that. Um, it's this energetic means gets underneath, it gets straight into the subconscious and helps peel back 
the layers of the onion that are getting in the way of them yeah, being able to uptake nutrients or um, push on through and, and achieve something that they haven't been doing. So it's, it's a fascinating, fascinating technologies out there. I seem to love to take on new technology. That's, <laughs> that's the other thing with me. It's like, oh, don't get me simple. Don't get me simple. Let me bash my head against a brick wall for a while and, yeah. <laughs> and, and well, break ground with these things. <laughs> always the student. <laughs> yeah, yeah Sorry, not just um, always the student, but yeah. But I, but yeah. I mean, I, I like I like looking at what the new developments are when it when it comes to health. I like, I've, yeah. you know, I was like I was working with epigenetics, you know, sort of 13, 14 years ago when most people hadn't heard about it. Um, so I've, I've been someone who ha has happened to have been in the right place at the right time and and heard things. So yeah. So when you're uh, talking about these uh, these energies and and working with that, and if you do this, this will give it, give me an example. Okay, so um, there was a woman who showed up. This is not she's not one of my clients, but this is an example that I I heard of, and I think it's a really good strong illustration of one. So this woman presented with all the symptoms of scurvy. All right don't see scurvy these days you know it, and it comes from a lack of vitamin c it's the thing that sailors used to get get um, on ships when they didn't have any fresh fruit and vegetables so scurvy was showing up check of her diet showed she had more than enough vitamin c intake when the energetic information was sent to her subconscious that you don't have to even know what it is this is this is, i mean it's, it's i'm getting a bit woo now i get that but she by, by biofeedback, her body showed that it needed X, Y, Z pieces of information energetically, which then got sent and received by her. And lo and behold, all of a sudden, her body could actually absorb and utilise the vitamin C that it was being given. So it's not enough just to take in something. You have to be able to assimilate it and utilise it in your body. And this is what... Okay, I'm going to stop you there. You're talking to a person that is not super woo-woo. Yeah. Um, how does that energy get to her? Right. Mm. I'm the sort of thing. person, I know, I'm the sort of person that I know the light turns on, but I want to know how it gets there. Yeah. And, and you know, that is that is a challenge for you, us. You might not be woos. able to answer that. No, yeah. and, and honestly, I, I can't completely answer that. But what I can do is say, you know how when, okay, here's a little example from my own past. I had a baby who didn't sleep and he was driving me mad and my husband and I were really not working out very well at all. And this baby was about, by now he's probably about nine months old. And I was about to go back to work and I was frantic. And I went and saw, we went and saw a counsellor and we just, the counsellor just, discussed with us the idea that we would not let this baby cry any longer we were just I mean, as in we weren't going to get up to it it was we we're going to let it cry let it you know work out that we weren't going to get up for it the my son was in the room with us in a little carry cot that night he went to bed and he went to sleep and he didn't wake up and it's almost like he got that energetically everything had changed now a nine-month-old baby doesn't cognitively hear mom and dad are not going to get up for you anymore it's game's over it's all shifted the energy shifts so there was an agreement between us that we were going to do something different 
we didn't actually need to do that different thing because that energy shifted and he changed. That's how energy works. Mm. <laughs> We're all I part started, of the yeah. matrix. Yeah. <laughs> and it is hard. It is really hard to explain. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I thought a seal was hard to explain to people. You try explaining energy and then you try talking about how people can suddenly get in touch with their guides. You know, it's mm. <laughs> it's very right, I'm not to that, that level yet, but <laughs> I, I, do I do understand energy uh, some extent. Well, look at tapping. Because look I, what tapping did for you. Yes, I did tapping and I was just yeah. about to say, uh, tapping gets you to rethink the you know the way that you normally think and go anyway and go back to all that stuff and I can't explain it as well as uh, Carolyn Dawson but um, yes that is uh, working on energy obviously yeah. which is yeah. really good mm. so I'm going to open uh, some more questions while we continue to talk with Jane um, so. Obviously, this is a very a passionate area for you and um, you've looked at uh, different protocols and different types of means. So just um, share, say, one or two, because I know that you've got, you've basically got, um, for want of a better word, a really good toolbox mm. to be able to um, pull like kinesiology or, um, you know, you spoke about a fear. Just um, maybe um, touch on one or two for us that, of what you use. Okay, so yes, ASEA is something that people uh, I think have started to become aware of and where I think ASEA fits is that it is a bit like the foundation when you build a house. So our body as we age loses its ability to um, generate what are called redox signaling molecules which what we know now about those is that they activate our immune system to the point that it, it that's a bit like going out and scavenging around and finding out where there is um, there are cells that are not functioning as they should be and then it can either work out whether that cell is so badly damaged that it needs to be destroyed or whether it can be healed and then if fixing it is, is in the mix then it will call in the nutrients and the necessary bits and pieces of the body to help fix it um, then it also actually helps to activate any antioxidants that you're taking. So for me, a series of is my physical product, if you like it actually um, underpins everybody's uh, functioning from a physiological point of view. My energetic product is one that... Um, and choose anyone that you want out of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to talk about something called Olympic Arc and it's a product that I... It's only been going for a short while, but it comes out of a, a very long heritage. Um, the the genius who developed it, because they're all geniuses, aren't they, who developed these weird things. Um, yeah. He's been doing work for a long time in this area, for like 40 years in the energy medicine area. And he has worked out, and, and again, I have no idea. I have no idea how Blooming Mobile Phone works. I just know that it does. He has worked out that by speaking into a computer and following a blob around, it will give information, and I'm going to say the cloud because it's kind of like the cloud, but it's not it's the whole energetic cloud, that will make a statement about where you are at right now and what your body needs. So for me, as a kinesiologist trained, I know that 
all I am doing by muscle testing you right now is in response to a goal that we have set and your body is giving me feedback about what it needs to help meet that goal. So with a what's called a spark scan, you basically are talking about the goal to some extent or not. That's, that's debatable. And then you receive back packets of information in this energetic form. Now, it's, it's one of those things that there's going to be a bit of a leap of faith. But, you know, I let people trial it for a month. And then if they, uh, if it, they think that it's something that's going to work for them, then they can take it on for themselves. It's not, um, it's not everybody's cup of tea. And that's, that's one of the things I think as a as a practitioner, you kind of have to accept that you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Um, I, I love being able to see the difference that occurs and so that people can then go, oh, well, I really never thought that would work, you know, um, and, and it does. So this limbic art thing is, is <laughs> it's new, it's very new and I'm still yeah. learning about it. I'm still learning about it. But um, there are some devices out there that people are selling which um, you can wear, um, and they work on they work on frequency, which a lot of a lot of energy practitioners will talk about frequency. Frequency. What I'm working with is different because it's packets of energy, and I'll give you a a kind of analogy. There was a I was talking to somebody recently whose son is working. He's a um, immunology student at, at um, Melbourne University and he is in a trial for a vaccine for uh, the COVID-19 but it's not a trial using a virus it's a trial where they've used nanoparticles to mimic and create the signature of the virus so the body thinks it's a virus and that's the theory anyway so this energetic information is the energetic signature of the thing that your body needs. Now, where I'm finding that useful and hopeful for people is people who are challenged by the whole 5G um, rollout and they're really worried about it. And there's not a lot of stuff around that actually helps your body combat the effects of 5G. So for people who are, you know, anxious, and we know then fear makes your immune system work less efficiently. So why not let's eliminate that fear? So I don't know. Look, it might be placebo, Lee. Who knows? But if it works, then mm. it works. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Now, um, speak of the angel, uh, we have um, Jane, uh, sorry, Caroline. I always want to say Caroline Jane Dawson. Carolyn Dawson mm. uh, has just jumped into our oh. live and she said, hi, Jane, sorry, I've only just joined the call. I've used biofeedback systems before over the years and find them to be very accurate. Which system do you use? Okay, so I, yeah, I've, there it is there. Um, yeah. Like I was saying, Carolyn, this is a, a system that um, you do a voice scan and you um, do a cognitive scan um, on the computer um, and it's called Limbic Arc and it then, sets up a packet of information that gets sent to you as an individual so there's no there's no um not like a vega or moira or any of those machines where you touch a pad and then it will say "Ooh, you've got this 
you know, you're off the scale charts for this or or it will give you a, um, when you then, like some people will use things like they'll put hair in a test tube and then they'll test against it or they'll then put remedies on and see what the difference is in terms of the, that's a frequency match one. So does that work? Does it not? Does it combat it? Does it not? This is, as I said, really out there and I, I'm just I'm just finding that people I'm looking at testimonials and people are finding that they're definitely having differences in how they they how their body functions and that for me is what it's all about I don't really care if it you know how it works as long as it does work and you feel the difference that's the thing if you don't feel the difference stop doing it although yeah please don't laugh at different. me how do you get the packages of the email is it is it in an email or how do you get the um, packages? um they, Sorry. They, they know they, that's fine it's exactly the same as i was saying about my son sam getting the information things yeah. shift and energy changes so right. the packets of info i know i know it's it's I'm, I'm finding it or sounds almost unbelievable myself which is why it took me probably about four months to actually get on board with it as a as a concept as something i could actually endorse because i was like Oh, I can't get this. I really can't get this. But it's exactly the same as you're speaking in your home in Aspendale Gardens, and it's all coming through the ether. And I'm sitting here in Parkdale, and it's all coming through the ether, and we're we're seeing it all over the place on the internet. I don't know how the internet works. Do you know how the internet works? Because it's all yeah, I do a bit, yeah. <laughs> but it's converted into it's yeah. converted into some form of wavelength, and then it flies out and gets converted and comes back into another form. So energy is just like that. So the energetic information of um, a thing. Okay, so let's think of another thing. Homeopathy, okay? Homeopathy is where you've taken the energetic signature of something and you've distilled it down, distilled it down, distilled it down so that there's nothing of the actual product itself. There's just the energetic imprint and then it is used to combat that. So that's an energetic signature, and again, that's a that's a frequency nullifying effect. When you take information signatures and pass them through, they go straight through into the unconscious brain, which is why it's called limbic arc because it goes into that kind of limbic, limbic primitive version of the brain, and and it, things start to change. I don't know. I wish I did know because I'm like you, and and that's why it hamstrung me for so long but in the end I had to go to does this feel like it has integrity and it could work and it could benefit people and I wrangled with it and I went you know what it does and people are getting effects so there's something mm. going on we'll talk after <laughs> so um Pauline has asked is this electromagnetic field therapy which I think you've answered that um mm, no it's not and Kay has asked, is it Healy system? No. So Healy no. is a frequency no. matching system and it's not that. Yeah. Excellent. Mm. Rightio. Now, I know that um, people, if they want to get hold of you, Jane, that you have a Facebook group. Um, this is a really long, uh, sorry, I didn't get time to shorten it, but um, it's facebook.com forward slash finding your fabulous yeah, I was uh, thinking about that, and I'm actually just—I haven't been follow—I haven't been supporting that group as much as it's not a group. That's a page. So, um, a page. I've got a yeah, I've got a group called Radically You, which 
I am keeping just to women. And so if people want to come and find out a little bit more about me and what I'm doing, then Radically You is my group that's probably it's more active and a bit okay. more out there. <laughs> Let me take that one Sorry, down. Sorry, that's my fault. Um, let me take that one down and let's put in a new one so that everybody can see it. And also, um, if you uh, want more information too, Jane is also a, a leader at um, for Connect Her. So you can also uh, link up with you through Connect Her as well. We certainly can. Um, if you don't find that, I'm just going to add that banner. Uh, it's a FB um, group. Is that correct? It's a group. Yeah, I can send it through yeah. to you. Yeah, radically you. So, um, and it's probably easier just uh, to to put into Facebook search radically you. So I'm also um, uh, also am going to uh, thank you, Jane, because also I know that you said that you had a free health tracker that you yes, were going to give out to anybody that connected with you. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's the first step in in really getting in touch with this with your body is um, is how to start to pay attention. Follow that for seven days, and you'll be surprised. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so. Um, so you can, uh, Jane's got an offer of a free health tracker, which lasts for seven days. So you'll be able to, um, to you know, track your health. Because as I said, I've just been feeling with this um, lockdown that I haven't been moving as much. I've been definitely walking and making sure that I keep up my steps. But I've been hunched over the laptop. I've been on Zoom calls. I've been on phone calls. I seem to have been on the computer so much more that I'm really feeling, um, mainly for me, it's sort of in my hips and my knees that I get that real ache. Um, and I and it's my body telling me that, you know, get off your butt and go out and do some stretches and do some movements. So um, listen to our, listen to our body, listen to what we are telling ourselves, which is really important. Uh, and if you do want to get in contact with Jane, please make sure that you um, head over to her Facebook group, uh, which is Radically Hopefully. You. Yeah, I've just yeah. got the link up there. Excellent. Jane, I want to thank you so much for all your information. You've got me thinking, my whole mind's going, oh, my God, <laughs> I've just got into, you know, tapping and the energy there. And now you've come out with a whole lot of other stuff that I've, you've got me intrigued. So we're definitely going to have a conversation, that's for sure. So thank you very much for joining us today. And, thank you for um, having it's, me. It's been fantastic. So thank you. Yeah. Hey, not so fast. We love to stay connected and we hope that you will. It's really easy. We've got our website, connecther.com.au. If you like Facebook, then we've got some great opportunities for you. We've got our Connect Her page as well as our Connect Her Collective. This is a great online networking tool. We also have our Connect Her Marketplace where you can promote your business every single day of the week, any day of the week, and once a day. 
If you prefer Instagram, then head over to Instagram and check out ConnectHerAU. If you'd like to connect with me on LinkedIn, just simply check out Lee Cummins. So don't forget to stay connected.